Welcome to another episode of the Encouragement for a Podcast. This is Coach Sunshine Jam, your encouragement coach. On today's episode, I will be interviewing one of my Instagram podcast buddies on today, and he is the host of the Encouragement Podcast. You can um, check him out weekly and every day at, at um, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> And it's, it, yes. well, I normally catch him about 6.30, <laughs> but his name mm-hmm. is William Pearson, and I am honored to have him here today. It's, it, it's different when you always supporting each other online, but to actually have the person here live on your show, it's a different situation. So we're going to open yes. with a uh, word of prayer. Father God, we just thank you for this day. We thank you, Father God, for this opportunity. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us to come together to be able to share this message with your people, Lord God for us to be able to collaborate and work with one another, for us to be able to know that you put us here for the right purpose at the right time. Father God, guide this conversation. Let all that you want to be said, be said, and what you want to be heard, be heard. Father God, may it bless all who receive it, and we just take it with, let them take it with them to share it with others, as well as keep it within their hearts. Father, we just thank you for using us to, to share our testimonies, using us, Lord God, to reach out to your people, to let them know that even though they may be going through a tough season, they are never alone, and they're not the only ones who have been through it, and if we've gotten through it, they can get through it as well, and we just thank you, Lord, for this day, and your daughter, son, Jesus Christ, wonderful name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Well, well, my name is William. Um, I am originally from Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, I am a husband. I'm a father. Um, I am a host of a podcast, Words of Encouragement podcast. Uh, You can hear me um, daily on Instagram Live. You can hear me on Anchor, Breaker, um, Radio Public. You can hear me also on Spotify. You can hear me daily at um, 7 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. Uh, Monday through Friday, and um, I just, you know, I just go through, you know, encouragement. Uh, I do, I do it based on biblical, you know, um, biblical purposes, and I also just, you know, speak what the Lord's um, speak what the Lord is telling me. Yeah. So I said, you said you're in, in, you said Charlotte. No, I am in uh, Columbia. I'm in Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah, I have one of my um my cousins. Her um mm-hmm. they're from there originally, yes. but now she and her husband, I think they either stay in Charlotte. I know her mom still stays in Columbia. Yes. I have visited there one time, and I was younger. This is a funny fact about me that people might laugh at, but um I was homesick because it was my first time away from home when I was like a teenager mm-hmm. or something, and I cried that whole first day that I was there. <laughs> And mm-hmm. she even remembered that she was like trying to cheer me up. She's like, come on, let's do this. And I was like, I want to go home. I want to go home. And then I finally got comfortable. And it's just as it was almost time to go. I was like, I don't want to go home now. I don't want to come home. But I said, it was nice when we went, we went to the skating rink, if I remember right. And she always used to try to get me to come back, but I never would go back. I wouldn't go mm-hmm. back. And now we're both adults <laughs> and have kids. And well, we both have a child. And uh, mm-hmm. she has a son and I have a daughter and her son, I think is like about two or three years older than my daughter. 
So mm-hmm. it's, it's just kind of funny now. It's like she used to always say, I could never get, I wouldn't go back. I wasn't one that, I'm not one to travel now. I'm a homebody. So that's yes. why I was like, I guess even then it was my first time being away from my mom from in a whole nother state. And mm-hmm. whatnot, and I beat. Mean, I cried the whole the whole first few, how many days? I think I was there like a week maybe, but it was just like, and then I didn't want to leave. So, but I did like it. I did like visiting and seeing like her area and different things because it was like my first way besides going to like the beach in Florida or something like that with family. Yes, now now back in two, I mean, um, nineteen ninety two, I w- I actually first came. Um, I actually came to Columbia through a college friend. And, you know, at the time, you know, I fell in love with the city because I just felt that, A, it was something different. And I never, you know, went to another city outside of Columbia. Um, I went to a um, historically Black college um, named Voorhees College, and it's in Denmark, South Carolina. Um, And I'm a graduate of there, the class of 1998. you know, we, um, you know, we're a small liberal arts college um, now. Um, we just got, um, we just got accredited now. So as of next year, um, we will be now called Voorhees University. Oh, so um, I'm excited oh. about that. I am really excited about that. Uh, Sister, uh, Sister Jarkisha, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm a product of Voorhees College and, um, the the alumni um the alumni here in Columbia South Carolina we have an alumni chapter here and it's 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 very strong it's very strong here and you know the the, the alumni they they are very happy that now that we are a university now even though that we're small we're small in number but now we're going to a university status and it's I'm just super excited about that. So I just wanted to let your audience know about that. That's pretty awesome. I said, I went to HBCU too. Uh, I went to Tuskegee. So when you were saying it, I was like, sitting here thinking about it. I was like, like, hold on, I never heard of that one. I don't think, but I said, now Mm -hmm. I'm going to go look it up because Mm -hmm. the one thing it made me think about is not about what they say. It's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. So even though it's small, now y'all about to be Mm -hmm. a university. So that's really big. Yes. So that's pretty awesome. Yes. Also, I want to um, inform your audience also. um, Now, this, I mean, I know this is probably what's going on here, but um, I'm real animate and I I do like to give a shout out today. I want to give a shout out today to my pastors, um, Dr. Johnny and Dr. Cindy White, um, Kingdom Vision Church. Also, I want to give reverence also. Um, to my um, to my apostle um, apostle Ivy Hilliard and um, First Lady um, Bridget Hilliard um, and I, I mean I, I really really am animate with them and their teachings because of you know of the body of Christ because I just feel that you know right now in these times right now you know we have to lean to lean lean to our own understanding we have to lean on god we have to lean on god throughout throughout what's going on in our lives and you know i just want to give reverence to them uh, especially on this call today Amen. oh yeah so you got to give reverence where it's due especially if they're the people who have impacted you and are mm-hmm. helping you on you know your christian walk 
and getting yes. you, building you stronger, getting you to be yes. able. Because I said, if y'all listen to his um podcast, he he's one of us. He's gonna shout you out if you're on there. <laughs> we're all about mm-hmm. supporting one another. So and, yes, um, that's one of the things that we uh, we do. So tell us about um, a tough season you had to endure and how you overcame it. Yes. Um. 2007 2007 um i was i was married i was married to my first wife um we was we was dealing with a lot of um financial issues we was dealing with a lot of trust issues for your audience to know that when you are married in in the sight of god you have to honor your vows you have to honor your vows even through struggles even through battles even through tribulations even through things that you know you feel that you know you deal with so on a i mean at that time you know we was we was um we was living in kentucky at that time we was living in um lexington kentucky we was living there and you know a lot of things, and a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know this about me. Um, at that time, you know, before 2007, I was, you know, I, I was incarcerated. I was incarcerated in jail. Um, I was, uh, you know, I was going through bad things in my life. And this, this, this happened before I got saved. And all of a sudden, you know, you know I was dealing with money. And I was trying to make sure that my family was taken care of. So long story short, I took some money when I was at a job. And when I came to visit South Carolina, visit my family, you know, um, a pastor that, you know, that got me saved, he told me that, well, you have to, don't, don't, don't forget that you need to give that money back to your job. So when I realized that, Sister Jarkisa, I was like, you know, you know, this is not right. So I just felt that in my heart that I had to do what what was right. So um, I gave the money back to my job. I gave it back to them. And all of a sudden, you know, on on a Sunday, you know, in front of my child, which was not, it was a bad thing, but um, got arrested, you know, I was charged. And then um, I spent about, I think about 12 months in jail for, you know, for stealing. And um, I'll tell anybody in this season today, if you are a father or anything that's going on in your life, don't be prideful. Don't be prideful about making sure that your family is taken care of. And this was a hard lesson for me. And in that year's time, 2006, I had to stay in jail and dealt with the consequences that I did. And um, July 18, 2007, um, I got out of jail and, you know, redid my life. I did a 360 on my life. You know, I just felt that, you know, I need to do something that was right. And at the time, me and my me and my ex-wife was dealing with 
heartache, struggles, everything in life. But long story short on this day, um, uh, May 4th, 2008, um, I gave my life to Christ. I gave my life to Christ. And when I gave my life to, 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 to Christ, that was the greatest day of my life. Um, Pat, I want to give a shout out to Pastor Eric Gignard of Jacobs Mission AME Church in Elgin, South Carolina. Uh, it's a small town outside of um, Columbia. And um, I gave my life to, I gave my life to Christ because I want to make a change. I wanted to make a change for myself. I wanted to make a change for me because I want to be a difference. I want to be a difference in the body of Christ. And today, just like no other day, now I just celebrated, I just celebrated, actually I celebrated 13 years being saved, being saved. And it's, it, it's, it, it feels good that, you know, that you, that you confess in daily that Christ is, Christ is right there. Christ is always there. Amen. Yeah, that's a, I was just sitting here looking at the calendar. I'm like, hold on, that's tomorrow. The day, July 18th is tomorrow. So that, just to think about what you were going through not too long ago, and here you are now, 14 years later, and, mm-hmm. and the fact that you have these dates, and that's one of the things people don't forget dates. When certain things happen that are very significant in your life, you won't forget it. You still remember that day. You probably remember how you felt. You know, you did what mm-hmm. you said you had to do to do the right thing, but you also yes. had to serve the, you know, serve the time. Like most people tell you, you do the, you know, you do the crime. You have to, it, you did it right. You could have kept going and been like, well, I don't want to pay them this money back, but you listened to what the pastor told you to do. And you were honest, mm-hmm. and you were like, "Okay, I'm, I fess up. This is what I did." And that's kind of like when we say we confess our sin. There's not saying there's not yes. going to be consequences behind things. We have to be willing to accept those. Just like when your child gets in trouble, mm-hmm. they have to deal with the consequences of their actions. And that's one thing we have to teach them as they're, you know, growing and whatnot. So just to hear that and to see where you are now. Do you remember like what that was? What that switch was that made you say, "You know what? I need to get my life together." Like, you know, like what, um, what made you do it that day? Was it like the Holy Spirit prompted you or you were just like, I'm tired? It it was it it was a little bit of both. Actually, actually, at first I was dealing with my insecurities. I was dealing with that. And then when I was dealing with that, sister sister Jarkisha, the Holy Spirit just told me, just give me a hard nudge. The Holy Spirit gave me a hard nudge to say, you need to do what is right. So when I listened to the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit told me, the Holy Spirit told me, do what is right, and I will do what is right for you. So when I went to court, when I went to court, and when the judge threw that sentence to me, you know, I was saying, well, I'm prepared for whatever consequences that I did. So the judge in that case, he told me that um, I'm going to give you um, 11 and a half months, um, solid time. So I was thinking it was going to be more, but the Holy Spirit said, no, I'm going to give you this time to get yourself together. So when I got myself together, you know, I was in community service 
in um, Fayetteville County in Lexington, South, uh, Lexington um, Kentucky. So when I went there, did what I had to do, you know, it was hard for my wife, my ex-wife at that time, and my son at that time, at that, at that time, my son was about, I think my son was about five years old at wow. that time. And, you know, it was hard. It was very hard. But, you know, one thing that I want to say to those who will be, you know, listening to this. Don't put your family through situations where you know that you can't get yourself out of. It's hard that when you have to see your family from the other side, and then you have to deal with the consequences for what you did. So when I dealt with that, you know, first thing that came to my mind, I was like, no, I don't want this to affect my record, my personal record, nor anything. So I think it was 2009, I, um, I expunged that charge in Kentucky off of my, off of my record. So I wanted to give a testimony to somebody today that no matter what, we're going to go through a season where we have to deal with things in our lives that we're not comfortable with. So let's just focus on what God wants us to do in this kingdom. Amen. Yeah, so one of the things I was sitting there thinking, because that happened in front of your son, and yes, he was young, but he was at a time he could comprehend. So right. did that, how did that, I guess, how did you explain things to him and how did that, did that hurt y'all's relationship at all? Well, well, at that time, you know, my son, you know, he was, he was, he was five, about to turn six years old and um, he didn't comprehend. So at, so when he got older, you know, I told him about that and, you know, he was like, you know, dad, you know, I know that you went through you know, you went through a lot in your life and you was trying to make sure that, you know, that me and mom was, me and mom was good. So I, I, I informed him that, you know, dad went through something that he's not happy with. So in life, you're going to be dealing with things that you're not comfortable with. But I told him, as long as you have God, as long as you have God on your side, long as you have God on your side, there is nothing too hard for God. There's nothing too hard for God to work things out, especially for his good. I want the audience there today to know that there is nothing too hard for God. Yeah, there, there is nothing. Even when I was still God, thank you for allowing us to see the things we thought were impossible that we thought couldn't happen. And also it shows that when you keep your life centered around him, how how he works things out where people were forgiving and you had what you needed to move forward. And now you're you're talking about God every day. You're going over things, you're able to share your testimony. That's why I tell people God gives us those situations for a reason. You know, we don't see it at the moment. We're like, Lord, this hurt. I don't want this anymore. I don't want to go through that. <laughs> you know, when you get yes. that chastisement, you get that, you know, punish, and you're like, I don't want to have any of this. I just want to get to the end of this. But you're using it for good because 
you just celebrated your three-year podcast anniversary and here you are you're on there every day during the week preaching God's word and you're you know you're supporting other people and you're like hey check this person out check that person out you know you're trying to do what God has told you to do and bring more people to him and that's a testament in itself because a lot of times people hear about oh goodness you've been to jail and then they automatically write you off because I was wondering until you said it, how that, you know, starting a job, now you're working and doing things. Most time they hear you're a criminal. And one of the questions they always ask on there is, you know, did you ever go to jail for, you know, money laundering mm-hmm. or anything like that? So then it was like, okay, mm-hmm. that goes down. Because my husband and I were talking about that one day, like, and one of my coworkers, how people do stuff, but people are always looking at your past, even though you've gone through it and you've finish what you had to do and pay you know mm-hmm. people always still have that over your head and that's why sometimes sad to say in society a lot of people go back because they're like well they don't they don't you know they don't accept me here in the world as I am yes. so let me go back where I'm accepted and I was saying something the other day on tv so I was like I know I have to be mindful of things I watch or see and it would just happen to be on the break room they had some on TV and it was showing with people their first few days in jail and they were already hazing this man. And I'm like, okay, I can't watch this. <laughs> and yes, yes. Things like- yes. I, mean, for, <laughs> I mean, even right now, I mean, I told my wife, you know, I told my wife this story. And, you know, my wife was like, you know, she was used to because she had a husband that was in and out of jail, in and out of jail. So, you know, when she, when she, um, when she was telling me about that, you know, I was like, you know, hey, you know, I know that you went through that, you know, and I went through that. So, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, even, you know, telling her about my experience in jail, everything, you know, that really rang a bell. It really mm-hmm. rung a bell inside of her mind. Like, wow, I never really knew that this actually happened in jail for you. And I was like, yeah, you know, behind those walls in jail, I mean, it depends on the jurisdiction where you at. And also, Sister Jarkisha, I I work for a forensic hospital here in Columbia, South Carolina. So I deal with criminals that, you know, has mental issues and, you know, they come from different jurisdictions. So I use my your mind. <laughs> I use my, my mindset and making sure that, you know, to help them to cope with what they're dealing with and also making sure that, you know, that when they leave, they'll leave there with a different mindset. And so they won't, you know, you know, come back and do that. So I just pray daily that, you know, that my, my, my patients there at Columbia Regional Care Center, they will, you know, get the get the proper um, care that they need so they can be prosperous in society. I just, it just, it just kind of warmed my heart to hear like your full circle. And when I say your full circle, you went through what you had to get through. You're using everything for your good, and now you're working with other people to help them. <laughs> that was and be like, no, this is not the life you need to be in. Let me help you. You're helping to rehabilitate them so that they can go out there and know that, no, there's better for you. And I'm quite sure, even though you probably have, you know, hey, if they hear your podcast or if anything, I know sometimes with talking, 
you may end up, you know, we you may talk about God. I know some places, you know, they're like, you don't talk about, you know, religion and stuff, but you can't help it if it come out. And if they, you end up minister to them, you're doing what God told you to do. So it's just amazing just to see like your full circle of how, you know, where you are now, where you were. And yes. that's why I feel like when we're doing stuff for his glory, you know, for him to get all the glory, for him to bring people back and like, it's just amazing. Like, I mean, yes, listening and us talking and I'm seeing and hearing you minister every day. And I was like, led to be like, ask him to be on your show. I'm like, I got all these women and I know some people are like, well, what a man? Like, we want to hear a man <laughs> tell, uh, you know, his story. Or yes. Like, um, <laughs> hey, hey, don't you know the other day, Sister Jarkeisha, um, um, my, the, the, the chief doctor there at my facility, Dr. Jennifer Eileen, um, she was, um, she was talking to me, telling me that, you know, hey, 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 Mr. Pearson, you know, you're such a positive, you're a positive influence for our patients here. And, you know, you always have a positive word to say. You don't have a negative word in your spirit at all about that. And we're grateful for you being a part of our team because, you know, we want to make sure that our patients, you know, are better so that they can function better in society so i just it, it it warms my heart that right there it does it does me good and also i want to minister to people you know people out there you know minister to them and tell them that you know hey this path here is not not the right path for you to go mm-hmm. you don't need to go down this path this path is a bad path for you to go so just like now I just want to be a difference. I want to be a difference in the body of Christ. I want to be a difference in the lives of others. When I leave this earth, when I leave this earth, when the Lord called me, I want to say, well done. Well done. Well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah, one of the things you were saying it made me think about the values that are the um, the church I attend. What we our values mm-hmm. are is it, it is to know God, um, just know God, find know God, find freedom, discover mm-hmm. your purpose, and make a difference. So when you said make a difference, that's what kind of popped into my head. That's the main thing. He's like, get out there, serve people, and mm-hmm. find your area you need to serve. But before, but one of the things is like first you got to know God before you could do anything. And then Amen. you got to find freedom within yourself because if you're not free from things, some things, then it's kind of hard to minister out to other people when you're still, you know, struggling yourself. So it's like find your freedom, you know, and then it says discover your purpose. God created all of us with a purpose. And yes. it's always amazing to hear people when they're walking in their purpose, when they're actually doing what God has called them to do. And then, you know, you're making a difference. And that is what you're doing. You're leaving your name. Your name is going to be out there. The things that are out there, people will be able to go back and listen to when, you, when you're when you gone and be like, oh, your dad did that? Really? Like, cool. Or your husband <laughs> did that? Like, seriously? Like, that was him? Even that's if, you know, I don't know how technology is going to go in, the, you know, in how many years beyond us. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they still know about what a podcast is. Cause I know yeah, because know. <laughs> yeah, because I was thinking about, you know, you know, my wife was telling me before I came here this morning, she was like, she was like, just, just let the people know, just let the people know about God. Mm-hmm. Let the people know about God. And she said that, you know, as long as they know about God, everybody 
is going to know what God is and what God is for. You know, you know what I say on my podcast? I say this on a daily basis. And I started this this week. I said, I do the sinner's prayer. I start the sinner's prayer every time. I always start the sinner's prayer. So I want to say, hey, I want to extend my hand and say, hey, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior? Do you know who he is? And so when I do that, if they, if they, if they want to, you know, give their life to Christ, hey, I say, welcome to the body of Christ. Welcome to the body of Christ. So just like now, I am so grateful. I'm just so grateful that God is, 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 is in me and God is, is using me as a vessel to give what the people want. And that's a relationship with Christ. So um, what is your go-to scripture that you have? Like, what is, do you have a, your favorite scripture or your go-to scripture or your scripture for this season? Yes, my favorite, and this is a simple one, Sister Jarkeisha. Um, <laughs> Psalms 34 and 1. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. Every time when I'm dealing with a, 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 a issue that is that is going on or anything, I confess, I confess Psalms 34 and 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. Okay. And so one of the things, what, what made you get started with your podcast? Like, how, how did that happen? Okay. Um, two, I mean, 2016, I was actually listening to, actually, I was listening to, um, I was listening to someone on the radio. I was actually, actually, I was listening to Stephen A. Smith. I was listening to him. And at first, you know, I was like, well, Stephen A. Smith is a, is a well-known person. And so when he was talking about a certain subject and then podcast at that time, I think podcast was actually starting at that time. So when he had his podcast and a friend of mine was telling me that you have a good radio voice. And so when I used that avenue, so May 4th, 2018, that's when I start Words of Encouragement podcast. And I was listening to my first episode. I was listening to that like a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, I have totally changed within three years. So I fell in love with podcasts. I listened to a lot of podcasts, you know, just to, you know, better myself, better what I do. I listened to a lot of um, encouragement forward podcasts. I listened to your show a lot. <laughs> I tell you a lot. I mean, a lot. I listened to that. I also, I, I also listened to the concept, what you do. Um, also, I listened to um, I listen to a lot of um, Steve, um, Pastor Stephen Futrick. I listen to him a lot. When I tell you I listen to that man a lot, I give I give him shout out on a daily basis. Um, also, I I listen to 
uh, a lot of T.D. Jakes. And I also listen to um, a lot of uh, my pastor. I listen to him. I listen to Dr. Johnny White. I listen to him. And I mainly, I'm, I'm going to put this up on the screen here. Um, this is a CD that I listen to. I listen to um, I'm Running to Win. This is, was a message that he did back in um, October of 2007. Oh, okay. So, so when, so when I pop this in, I listen to it a lot because a <laughs> lot of people said that I sound like a pastor. I sound like a minister, you know, and a lot of people don't know. I am, I'm also a deacon in my church okay. also. So I'm just excited about what God is doing. Um, also, uh, one more thing, um, Prophet Kervin Smith. Um, he will be coming to our church actually tomorrow, but this will be going on, you know, this will be down the line, but he will be at our church tomorrow. So I'm super excited that I'm going to be doing intercessory prayer um, tomorrow um, for that. And I am just super excited, super excited. <laughs> I'm ready for what God has in store. Amen. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that you can hear and see when somebody is on fire for God and what God is wanting to do in your life, you know, in your life and what God can do in anybody's life and how God is using you to be able to speak out to his people and to, you know, to share. And like I said, just to hear about your story, I know everybody always asks me, like, well, how did mine birth out? And I always tell, you know, I've said it a couple of times on here, so people have heard, like, how it even started. <laughs> and I'd be like, yes. okay, I got that question, and I don't change it, because that's how it started. One of the things I'm learning that, you know, we being obedient to God and what he's calling us to do, and not trying to stray off and do everything else, especially when it comes to, like, podcasting and business and things, and I'm trying to really focus on the two things he told me to do this year and one of them was starting that podcast so and it's yes. funny because like you said like hearing people say you got a radio voice and hearing your voice and then some people somebody else was like they were listening they didn't even realize they were listening to me anymore they was like hold on oh there she is she's come back out again and I was like <laughs> but I just love, I love talking to people anyway I mean I'm a talker I have to yes. you know I'm I, I'm better with you know controlling it and whatnot but it's just one of those things like you're one to get on the video and that's one of my things is like as much as I love to talk I'm like I don't know about getting all on going live and doing all the day yeah yeah <laughs> but you do that now, all first, the time now at first I, I wasn't too animate about the live I wasn't too animate about that because my first year with the podcast I didn't have that live I didn't have that live I actually start doing live um the first part of last year when I first started doing um doing live, doing uh, my show on um, Instagram Live. I, I started doing that. And ever since then, I've been doing it. I've been doing it ever since live. I've been doing it daily live. So, you know, just like some people is comfortable doing this, doing this live, and some people ain't so yeah. comfortable with live. Yeah. So um, do you what do you have a word that you're leaning on for this year? Like what's a what's your word for this year? Um, the word that I'm leaning on is trusting. Trusting. That's the word that I'm leaning on for, for um, 2021. Um, trusting. The Bible says in Proverbs 3 and 5, trust in the Lord 
and lean not to his own understanding. So the term trust means that just rely on God, rely on him for direction, rely on God for direction and rely on God for what direction he wants you to do, especially in this year. Now, me and my wife, we're going to be celebrating six years in October. So uh, when this comes out in October, we oh, that'll be, be right celebrating. On time. <laughs> it, that'll be that'll be six years, six wow. years of marriage. I want to give a shout out to my wife, um, sister sister Sherifat Pearson. I want to give a shout out to her, also to my four children, um, Sierra, Matthew, Tevin and Avery. I want to give a shout out to them for all that they've done for my life. Um, they mean so much to me. Also to, um, to my mother's, um, my mother, Elder Pearl Pearson um, in Charleston, South Carolina. Also to, um, to Deaconess um, Laura James. I want to give a shout out to her. Uh, she's, like a, she's like a second mother to me. Um, she, she's always positive. She always say, encouragement to me she always say go where god leads you to be and ever since then i've been preaching and animate about that through her and i am i'm encouraging you and your family sister Jarkisha, that my word for 2021 is trusting no, what's, what's funny is you never told me your boy was a, a, a minister. So when you said that, I was like, okay, I got another fellow PK with me. So <laughs> I was like, but it's in your blood then, you know, for mm -hmm. you. Not, and then most people always say like, you don't have, you're already ministering without having to be, you know, in the four walls, in the pulpit. You're, you're, yes, you're, you're um, serving, but you're administering every day. And that's even better like with technology and the way things are advancing that you can reach more people besides just the people right there in your area. So that's just pretty awesome. Yes, and, and, and also I have, I also uh, give a shout out to my uncles, my uncles who's deceased now. Uh, my uncle, my uncle C.C. Campbell um, Jr. He was a Presbyterian minister for 30 years. Um, I listened to him when I was a kid and, you know, when I watched him, um, excuse me, I watched him a lot. I watched him a lot as a kid. So that's why a lot of people saying, you're a preacher's kid. You're a preacher's kid. You're a preacher's kid. And also um, I want to give a shout out to um, my, my late uncle, my, um, my uncle, my uncle Bobby. Um, he was the, my first pastor at Wildland Ford Presbyterian Church in Charleston, South Carolina. And also I want to give a shout out to, um, to also to, um, to those persons at Kingdom Vision Church, um, all the ministers, all the deacons, all the um, evangelists and teachers there. And I will tell you this, they've been telling me this past year, God has a calling for you. Mm -hmm. God has a calling for you. That leads me to what I was just my question I was thinking about asking, and it was saying, what is, what is your 
what do you foresee in the future or even with your podcast or what do you foresee in the future with what God is calling you to do if you feel if you're well, willing to share <laughs> oh yes um someone was telling me last week that you should you should go where God tells you to go if God tells you to become a preacher or become a pastor, become that. And I'm just leaning to what God is just leading me to. Um, I, I, I want to still do what I do. I still want to minister. I still want to be a difference in the lives of others. You know, I always have a calling for my life to to be a pastor and also to, you know, be a husband to my wife for almost six years and also a father to four. So always, I'm always positive about a lot of things. I'm always positive about life. I'm always positive about being a, a like a lot of people say I'm a preacher's kid <laughs> and also I just want to say to you today um, trust God trust God so I guess now we come to the hour you get to ask me <laughs> a question yeah. so I'm like okay, okay. I, I thought I probably should, he's been thinking probably like okay what am I gonna ask her so well actually, you know, well, actually, I got I only got one question that I want to ask you today. Um, what do you see for your family and for yourself within five years? Oh, wait, that's a, um, <laughs> yeah, that's one of those questions like, okay, God, this you did this, but <laughs> <laughs> well, it's for me. Um, I think about that sometimes and I, I know we're not supposed to like dwell on the future sometimes and stay in the present. And sometimes I have to tell myself not to go run off, you know, on one of those tangents when I say like being really obedient to what God is calling me to do. So one of the things I said, one goal that I have for my family and I and I'm claiming this and is for us to be debt free, for us to um have be in a more comfortable position than what we're yes. in now. I'm praying for my husband's health to continue to um, <clears throat> to improve, you know, for things to get better with that. I'm praying that, you know, that my daughter sees what I'm doing, what, you know, within me and say, okay, mommy, you know, mommy's not just going to work. Mommy's doing something to help benefit us in the future. So in five years, cause in five years, she'll be eight. So, <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> you know, just, just thinking about, oh goodness, that's like that close. But in five years, I hope to be in a place where I have my name, not say my name is known, but no more so God is known from me. People hear about me like she's known as the encourager, but she's known as the encourager that speaks God's word. She's known as the encourager that has brought this many people. You know, I want to be able to have certain events happen that it would be all for the glory of his kingdom and that I do everything I do is all for him and I'm really being obedient to stuff he's called me to do even when he makes me nervous and want to go live on videos but now that even Instagram is switching to that but in five years like I said I would love for us to be in a more comfortable position my husband's health to be improved 
and that yes. I be walking fully into the purpose and the calling that he's created me for so that I could bring more people back to him. So I don't know how all that looks, he knows, but I re- that's what my goal is. I see for my family and I'm moving forward is just to be able to, I know most people, like they say, you a message was given this week about the power, reminding you about the power of your tongue the things mm-hmm. you say in the way you think if you're like well I'm not gonna do blah 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 then it's not gonna happen or if you're like well I, I don't like my job I can't stand this job but you want a new job but then you don't speak positively over what you currently have so it's just yes. a matter of saying I can have these things because God says I can so that's how I see okay. in the next you know five years to be doing a lot better than we are but fully walking more so and trusting God and doing what he's calling me to do all right now I want to pray here, so right there I can um have your have your husband in my in my prayers on this day today. Okay. Um, Father God, we just want to thank you today. We want to thank you, Father God, for you know um brother um McGee, brother McGee, right now, Father God, um just place your healing hands along his health right now. Place your protective arms around him and protect his health right now. Father God, you are the author and the finisher of our faith. You are a God that will always keep us in line and keep us in tune into what direction that you have for our lives today. Oh, Father God, we just want to tell you today, thank you for everything that you've done for us. Father God, keep Brother McGee covered in your blood. Keep him covered in your precious blood on this day. Father God, keep him covered today in your precious blood today. Keep him covered so that he can be a difference for his family, be a difference as a husband, and be a difference as a father for that little girl. Oh, Father God, we just want to glorify you. And you deserve the praise. You deserve the glory and the honor on this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, yeah, he'll greatly appreciate that because actually he's a he he has three girls we have three we have three and all. i have two bonus daughters and what was funny when you said one of your daughters is named sierra the middle one she's 17 her name's sierra <laughs> so okay okay that's good that's good, that's good. like hey. him one of the things i tell anybody he's always letting his girls know um you know that he that they're loved even my three-year our three-year-old that we have together she know they're like I don't want to be with daddy. I don't, you know, not in the sense of like daddy's so bad. <laughs> it's because daddy's <laughs> there. You know, y'all can y'all can say one word and the mama has to do all this fighting with this child to get this child to be still to stop doing be like, stop. Really? That's all that's all we had to do. Y'all say stop but don't do it. They obey. And mom yes, has to be like yes. pulling tooth and nail to make you to stop. <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah, Amen. we would greatly appreciate that because I mean, um, my husband, like I tell you, he's only 44. I always tell people when I say, you know, he had a stroke last year, because most people think when you need somebody to have a stroke, they think they're older. But we've known people that had strokes, you know, last year too that were close to his age yes. and younger. So. Yes. Now, 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 last year, I think last year, prior to 2020, um, my mother-in-law, she was going in a, in a, in um, into remission of cancer. Oh, wow. And um, she had to, she had to go through, you know, chemo. She had to went through that, and then she had to, you know, went through the chemo, everything. So I think last year, before before the virus came came along, I think she was celebrating. She she was celebrating one year of being, 
you know, cancer free, being cancer free. So, you know, I think as of two months ago, she had been celebrating two years cancer free. So I'm happy for my mother-in-law. And, you know, I love her. I love her very much. I think, I think as I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm in the front of my home here and um, she just left. So I, when, I'm, when I see her later on today, I'll just tell her, Hey, you know, thank you for everything you've done for me and, you know, and for Sherry and everything. Yeah. It's, it's a blessing. Like I said, I still keep praying, you know, for, I tell people, you know, like they say, you have to be mindful who you have to pray for you, but because you never know who they really serve. <laughs> but God always lets you know who to get to pray for your family. So I'm glad. Thank you for being like that. He led you to say a prayer for my husband. I had to let him know, like, okay, you definitely have to listen on this day so you can hear <laughs> your prayer. Yeah, uh, yeah to- <laughs> tell, him, tell him to listen and listen on this day right here. I promise you it's going to bless him. It's going to bless him. Um. I also want to give a shout out to all the um, all the podcasters, all the black podcasters on Instagram. I want to give a shout out to them for everything that they they do. You know, even though you know, I don't know how many podcasters we had on Instagram right now, but I know right now I know it's one, two, three, four, five, six. I know six. And you're part of the six that I know that has podcasts. Because see, some people don't know. I listen to podcasts a lot. I listen to it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a few. I've met another fellow person that had a couple people that have podcasts that um, um, one of them, she she has bonus content and all her name's Amanda Heard. And then if, I don't know if you ever heard of Stephanie Rodney's. She does live. Yeah, yeah. I heard Stephanie. Things. I heard Stephanie. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she, she, she started back to put her her live, her lives to her podcast so that people can hear whatever scriptures and stuff that she's talking about. So it's quite a few people that are out there. It's just like, oh my goodness, you never know <laughs> who all is out there. So oh, um, yes. what is one takeaway that you have for the audience? Um, I want the audience to take away that always trust God's direction. Always trust God's direction. I like that. I like that. That kind of goes out with an episode that came out today. Is like you know listening to God's instructions, and that that kind of goes right ahead with that. You know, I always trust God and what mm-hmm. God is calling us to do. And so, where can the audience? Um, where can they find you on social media? Where can they? Any uh, any any other closing words that you have for God? Yes, um, if you want to watch me um, daily on Instagram Live, um, my, my, my Instagram handle is Words of Encouragement Podcast. Uh, you can look, look for me on Instagram. Um, you can also listen to me on a daily basis, Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 7.30 um, a.m. On, um, on Instagram Live, also on Anchor Podcast, Google Podcast, um, also Spotify, um, also Breaker Podcast, and also Apple Podcasts. And you can also listen to me on Radio Public. You can listen to me on a daily basis, and I will um, send all that information to you so you can tell your audience about 
you know, about me and my and my podcast. Um, we just go through, we just go through biblically and we go through devotionals and we uh and we pray. And when we do that, a lot of people enjoy devotionals. Amen. So I thank you once again for for accepting my invitation to do this interview because I was like yes. I gotta have some male voices and I was like he got a story and I said I know he wanted to share it and I said that it was a story that I wasn't even expecting to come out and it, I know it's going to touch so many people that do listen to it and you gave a lot of good nuggets in here and I just pray for many blessings over you and your family and for all that God is going to do Hallelujah. in your life because he's got a calling on you and it's going to happen and if people speaking it as they say, you know, pray about it, see what God says. And if God's calling you to the ministry, you know, then that's your calling. But I I, I know you got a lot in store for you. And I know he's yes. going to do a lot of big things in your life. He's going to blow your mind like he's going to blow my mind. Mine, <laughs> yes. yes. He already has. I mean, it's like, it's like, I think, I think a couple of weeks ago, um, the Lord, the Lord was telling me that, you know, Someone is going to really watch your show and you're going to, the audience is going to gravitate to your, to your teachings and everything. And so far this year, it, it, it has, even through my three-year anniversary, it was, man, it was powerful. It was powerful. God is really blowing my mind. Amen. Yep. And he ain't done yet. <laughs> he ain't done yet. You're not done yet. Yes. So everybody, I'll have all his information down in the show notes. Be sure to follow and listen. It will bless you. If you, I know with me, I have to listen sometimes when I at work, but now my skills change, so I catch it when I can. But you can always listen to the replay or check out the podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you can listen to the replay. A lot of people <laughs> listen to the replay a lot, so you know. At first, now I'm I'm starting Monday. I'm going to tell them if you can't make it on the line early at seven, uh, you can listen to the replay and everything that I'll be teaching. It'll be on the replay. Mm -hmm. Okay, and we thank you once again. And I'll have all the information down in the show notes. Be able to share it with others. You will be blessed. And always remember to have encouragement for it. Until next time. Thank you again for tuning in to the Encouragement For It podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and comment if you're able to on whatever platform that you may be listening to. Also, if you would like to stay in the know, you can follow me on Instagram at Raise the Sunshine Jam. My web address is also RaiseTheSunshineJam.com. And also, don't forget to join the Facebook community where we can talk more, share more, and even possibly have interviews with some of the people that I've interviewed with a Q&A session. Love you.